On Good Friday of 1989, Cardinal Timothy Dolan, who at the time was Father Dolan, celebrated the liturgy of the Lord's Passion at the Gift of Peace House. The Gift of Peace House is a hospice for dying AIDS patients in Washington, D.C., which is run by Mother Teresa's Order of Sisters, the Missionaries of Charity. After those in attendance in the chapel venerated the cross during the ceremony, two of the sisters led Father Dolan out of the chapel and up to the second floor of the building where the patients were so that they too could kiss the feet of Jesus on the cross. As Father Dolan went from bed to bed, he couldn't help but notice one particular man off in the corner. The man appeared very agitated and he kept beckoning the priest to come to him. At that point, one of the sisters intervened. She warned Father Dolan that this man was unusually violent. He had been hateful to everyone who had tried to minister to him. And he actually had attempted to bite some of the sisters when they tried to care for him. Father Dolan was understandably nervous. It's not good to be bitten by anyone, especially someone with a disease like AIDS. But he felt he couldn't refuse the man's request. So he went over to the bed and extended the crucifix to him. That moment the man sat up, took hold of the crucifix, and kissed it, not on the feet, but on the face of Jesus. And he collapsed back onto the bed. Very next day, Holy Saturday, the sisters called for Father Dolan at his residence. They told him that this man had asked to speak with him. So Father Dolan went back to the hospice. When he approached the man's bed, the dying patient said to him, I want to be baptized. Father Dolan was thrilled by the request. Any priest in that situation would have been thrilled. He then decided to ask the man the big question, why? He said to him, why do you want to be baptized into the Catholic faith? The man answered with these words, He said, I know nothing about Christianity or the Catholic Church. In fact, I have hated religion all my life. All I do know is that for three months I have been here dying. And these sisters are always happy. When I curse them, they look at me with compassion in their eyes. Even when they clean up my vomit, bathe my sores, and change my diapers, they are smiling. When they spoon-feed me, There is a radiance in their eyes. All I know is that they have joy and I don't. When I ask them in desperation why they are so happy, all they answer is, Jesus. Well, I want this Jesus. Baptize me and give me this Jesus. Give me joy. That's precisely what Father Dolan did. The man died the next day on Easter Sunday morning, 1989, although for him, Easter had been experienced several hours earlier on Holy Saturday. I tell this story on Trinity Sunday for a reason, a reason that will hopefully become clear in a few moments. First of all, let me make this observation. At the present time, much of the world does not believe in the Blessed Trinity. Muslims don't. Jews don't, Jehovah's Witnesses don't, Mormons don't, Buddhists don't, 
Atheists and agnostics certainly don't. Before he contracted AIDS, this man did not believe. And, did we, and yet we Catholics and other Christians, mainline Christians, know it by faith to be true. We know that there is only one God and that he exists in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That is how he has revealed himself to us. Each is God whole and entire, as the Catechism says. And yet the Father is not the Son, and the Son is not the Spirit, and the Spirit is not the Father. As the Catechism says, and here I quote, the Trinity is one, but the divine persons are really distinct from one another. Now that's hard to understand for all of us. It's even harder to believe if you've grown up as a Muslim or a Jew or a member of one of those other groups I mentioned a few moments ago. A cousin of mine married a Jewish man. They moved to Toronto. Well, I happened to be studying in Toronto at the time, doing graduate work up there. And I would go over and visit them every once in a while, usually to watch sports with Scott. And I remember talking to Scott one night about this very issue, the issue of the Trinity. And as a good Jew, it blew his mind. He couldn't wrap himself around the idea that God could be three and one at the very same time. Now, we might be tempted to say, well, what difference does it make, Father Ray? As long as people believe in God, that's sufficient. Here we need to go back to the Catechism. There it says in paragraph 234, the mystery of the Most Holy Trinity is the central mystery of Christian faith and life. It is the mystery of God in himself. It is therefore the source of all the other mysteries of faith. It's the light that enlightens them. It is the most fundamental and essential teaching in the hierarchy of the truths of faith. That means that there are practical consequences to not believing in the Trinity. If I don't believe in the Trinity, for example, then I will look upon the words of Jesus as the words of an ordinary man. But Jesus was not an ordinary man. His words were not the words of an ordinary man. They were the words of God himself. If I don't believe in the Blessed Trinity, then I certainly won't believe that God the Holy Spirit descended on the Apostles at Pentecost. Nor will I believe that the Holy Spirit has guided the Catholic Church for 2,000 years. For me, the Church will be nothing more than a human institution whose teachings I can completely ignore if I feel like it. So you see, there's a lot at stake here. Believing or not believing in the Trinity does make a difference, a very big difference. So what about Jews and Muslims and others who don't believe? How will they ever come to accept this truth, to embrace it, to believe it themselves? Well, obviously it will only happen by the grace of God. But remember, God often uses instruments to bring his saving grace into people's lives. And I submit to you this morning that we, all of us, are the instruments God wants to use to open the, heart, the hearts of others to faith in the Blessed Trinity in 2019. In the plan of the Almighty, I would say this is how it all fits together. First, Jesus revealed the Father to us and to the world. Remember when Philip, during the Last Supper, asked Jesus to show them, uh, show them the Father? He said, Jesus, show us the Father, that'll be enough for us. Jesus said to Philip, I've been with you this long and you still don't know me. He who has seen me has seen the Father. You want to know what the Father's like? Look at me, listen to me. Hear me, 
I'll reveal the Father to you. I do reveal the Father to you. Secondly, the Holy Spirit revealed the Son. As Jesus said to his apostles, when the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, comes, he will testify to me. And how do we know the Holy Spirit? We know the Holy Spirit through the body of Christ, the Church. The Church, in a certain sense, reveals the Holy Spirit because it is in the Church that we find the Holy Spirit's works and the Holy Spirit's fruits. But we are the Church, are we not? That's why I said, we are the instruments God wants to use to reveal His Trinitarian life to the world in 2019. Now to come back to that story I told at the beginning of my homily. By their love, by their joy, by their patience, by their kindness, by their gentleness, by their self-control, all of which are fruits of the Spirit mentioned in Paul's letter to the Galatians. By those things, the missionary of, missionaries of charity, Mother Teresa's sisters, in a certain sense, revealed the Blessed Trinity to that dying AIDS patient. By their attitude, by their actions, they showed that man that the Blessed Trinity is real, not just a clever theological dogma. Now, the man didn't fully understand it, but he understood enough. He understood enough to know that he wanted what those sisters had. He wanted Jesus, he wanted joy. He wanted their God to be his God. So he was baptized in the name of their God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Lord is asking us this morning, the Lord is counting on us to reveal him to others in the very same way. May no one of us in this church this morning disappoint him.